Why do you sound so chipper? Don't you know this is the Last of Us review? Oh, that's right. My name is Joe. No, keep going. I like this. And I'm always kind of bummed. My headphone string is on the strings of the guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And it's also on my pick. What's up, dude? Not much, but I thought we were going to sound like super flamboyant if we were going to be depicting this episode. Hey, it's time for some review. This is stereotypical. It's stereotypical and wrong, damn it. But then I think we do some like Maroon 5. This review is is so perfect. That is pretty good. It's just the, the voice change always like pops and crackles. This review is taking its toll on me. All right, where's Bex, dude? If there was ever a such thing as a robot that was confused as to what its sexual orientation was, you'd nail it. You have it nailed. That's what I was going for. That's exactly what I was going for. Where's, uh, what's, uh, how's, uh, so I didn't want to have a bunch of small talk before we got to the review because, um, I would like to not be here for, not that I don't love recording with you, Kelsey Balls, just after Saturday, Sunday night's epic episode that was four hours. I figured that we could try to get in, start talking about what's happening in The Last of Us and get out. That is tougher to do when one of your co-hosts is not here. Maybe she's playing with her maple syrup. Mm, maybe. Did you recognize what song that was? No. We're almost the same age, except for you're like, what, you got one decade on me? You should still know it. I think it was recorded well for you. Let's see. <laughs> like you aging wow. dog, dog ears or something. Okay. That's me. Oh. I mean, oh. Try try to remember that I rode dinosaurs when I was a youngling. I haven't laughed that hard since my first beer. Since my first beer. Hey, you're watching Velma again. I am. I know. Mm-hmm. Hey, dear listener, I know we're here to talk about The Last of Us and uh this is not that, but we're waiting for Vex. So we're going to talk about Velma for a quick second. Have you noticed how many times they use the like phrase these days? Uh, what? no. That guy looks like Hitler. And not just because we call everybody Hitler these days. Oh. You haven't noticed that? No, I hadn't noticed that. Mm. I don't know if you still have more episodes to go or not, but uh, keep an eye out for it because you can well, I almost make six. a drink. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I actually turned my phone off and I put it away and I actually paid attention. And then wouldn't you know it, a rapist break broke into the fucking house. What? And you had no phone. 
Oh, no. My phone was next to me. It's just that I wasn't looking at it. Off and put away makes me feel like I can envision you putting it into a filing cabinet and like locking it and then swallowing the key. Oh, no, no, no. What I mean by that is it was next to me on the nightstand, but it was upside down. Oh. (laughs) So I was not distracted by like any lights or flashingness. And uh, I was able to focus on the show. But I did watch episode one probably six times because I kept fucking off in my head. And I was like, God damn it. Now I have to rewind. So then I would rewind. So you spent three hours just on episode one? Yeah, it was real bad. Wow. It was real bad. Oh, wow. So like we told we told Vex what time we start. She told me that she had a bit of a scratchy voice today. Oh, no. Well, maybe she's trying to eat a cough drop and... She together. was like, hey, Yeti F, uh, so <laughs> I've got <laughs> I've got a little bit of the laryngitis. Oh, that's going to be perfect. That really hurts to do. <laughs> the, the extra vocal fry? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. So let's talk about a little bit, at least about what's been going on between the two of us regarding this episode. Last night, me and Mrs. Yeti watched it. Mrs. Yeti and I watched it. And uh, I had so many thoughts and I couldn't wait to, I was like, I want to tell you. I was I three times, I think, started typing something in the group, the messenger group. And then I was like, no, delete it. Because the whole point of the review is it's way more fun if this is the first time that we hear each other's reactions, right? Uh Uh-huh. So I like deleted it and I was like, ah, we can talk a little bit about it. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then this morning, like, did you guys watch it? Yeah. And let me just tell you again, once the kid, the kids go to bed at seven and that's the only time we have to watch any, anything at all. So if we, if we had not watched it by this morning, when you texted us, it wasn't getting done. So ergo, it got done. And you were like, I don't even think we answered you if you watched it. And then immediately yeah, you, you were did. like, Mrs. Yeti did. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Because you were like, did you guys watch it? TikTok, and then I went TikTok, into my TikTok. opinions. Well, guess no. what? <laughs> and then you just started being like, <laughs> no, I think that this. <laughs> and and no, you know what? No, 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 I don't no. understand why that and this and this. And I was like, shut up. Whoa, 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 no, whoa, whoa. Why Mrs. is Vex? Yet, no. Hold on. Shh, hold on. Vex is in the Discord. Oh, no. Yeah, recording time. Well, anyways, Mrs. Yeti was like, yeah, we watched it. And then I was like, all right, oh, got the green light. I'm I missed that part. Yeah. I've been listening back to the last episode and man, dude, I moved my head away from my mic so much. <laughs> and you can tell right. because I'm, I, I sound, do, well, you tell me, do I sound like perfect right now? You sound pretty good. And then if I'm doing a little bit of something like this and then I come back over here and then I'm oh, over yeah. here and then yeah. a little bit of, oh, hey, and then I, what? And then <laughs> why, why do you do that? Well, usually the computer's here and I'm like doing sound effects and trying to pull up a Google voice and get Shining Time Station ready and all that kind of stuff. Um, So tonight it shouldn't be so bad. I didn't feel like moving the computer over and I figured we didn't need too many sound effects for The Last of Us review. Mm -hmm. I can only think of a couple that would have probably been pretty cherry for this. Mainly the one that's like, ha, gay. (laughs) Because, you know. This entire episode was, ha. Gay, like literally, though. Yeah, um, we can talk about a couple of things, so you know, we'll get into the review, but like, and obviously, there's a uh, Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman is in this one, 
from Parks Ron and Recreation? Swanson. Ron Swanson. Who's Ron Perlman? I, I oh no, he's the guy with like the the rectangle face. Kind of looks like a gorilla. I oh, have God. no idea where I'm getting these names from. Oh, I have an epic review. Um, so <laughs> Nick Offerman, right? He's got himself a boyfriend. We will get to it. And the guy who plays the boyfriend, I was like, he looks familiar. He's in Chippendales. And there's a no. lot of Oh, he is. Yeah, oh, shit. he's Nick in Chippendales. Oh, he's the guy with the shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, he like Who is it? No, no, he's he... not. Oh no, he's the tr- he's the uh, choreographer. Yeah. Okay. The guy with the shotgun who's in one episode? No. no. He's the guy he's who's the in guy- almost all the episodes. Yeah, he's the choreographer. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. And also got to see him do a bunch of like graphic gay sex scenes in that show. Now, here's the thing. I kind of expected that when I turned on a, a television program about Chippendales. I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah, you're going to see some dude ass. I expect that when I'm watching The Last of Us, the last thing. God damn it, Vex. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. oh, look who decided to grace us with her presence. Look who defined it, definedly. That's decided and finally, definedly mm. to check Twitters. You know what? I Chicken was butt. on Guess why? already. Um, well, then why'd you ignore me? Some Eliza Blue stuff, and I didn't notice that you had sent me a, a link. So that's uh, my bad. Uh-oh. Do, do we need a, a little raspy? You do, do we need to set an alarm little... for you? What do you mean? Do you need to set an alarm for me? Little, little, hey Siri, set an alarm. It's well, I just time. thought you were running late. No, I said, I, but, but, I, yeah. What, where, where do I, where do I always send you a link? <laughs> no, I, cause I usually get the notice pop up, but the notice didn't pop up. So I thought you were just um, running late. And yes, I am a wee bit sick, Kelsey. I'm just yeah, busting I your chops. Could you, I'm just busting your chops, man. It's all good. How you doing? Um, you know, I've been better. Yeah. But I'm uh I'm I'm on this this weekend too, right? Like on Saturday. Um I am I'm I'm my topic is Eliza Blue. I don't uh, I'm that that's my topic. There you go. Hell yeah, dude. No. How are you guys? My doing? topic's going to be Velma. Nice. Yours is Eliza Blue. Did more? Oh, I guess we shouldn't talk about it now, but I'm assuming more stuff happened. Oh, oh, yeah. It's today, spicy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This morning. What? Actually, all of today. All of today. Yeah. I didn't hear about any of this. Oh, I want to know now. <laughs> Listen, let's just say Saturday is gonna be spicy as fuck. Spicy. Well, that's mm-hmm. exciting. Uh, so, hey, Vex, when you came in and I was being like all all up in up in that ass, I was trying to be funny and it didn't it didn't come I off know. as such. Um, I don't I care still that thought it was you trying to be funny, though, to be fair. Oh, I got the infliction, even if it didn't come off as funny to you. Infliction or inflection? Yeah, inflection. I, I thought you have two different degrees in English. No, they're not in English. I have one in policy and one in engineering. Paul. You have an engineering degree and a degree in policy? Yes. Policy of what? Uh, so once upon a time, well, not once upon a time, but I, I really like the environment, but I don't like the way that oh. governments go about protecting the environment. 
So I was like, I'm going to become an environmental lawyer and save all the trees. And then I learned what environmental law was really like and that nothing gets fucking done. And it's just a bunch of people milking the system. <laughs> so I didn't go into law. And that would have like, made oh, so much I can sense. Make a diff- right. I can get, make a difference if I'm out in the field. So I got an environmental. <laughs> so I lived degree. in a field and I made no yeah. difference. <laughs> yeah. And then I found out once I worked in that industry that in in where I am at least, it's just filled with raging lefties who are really mm. sad and just need to get dick down. Do you think that would fix it? Yes, because all a grumpy woman really needs is a good dicking. But here's the thing, though: it's so hard to approach a grumpy woman, especially when you're offering up a good dicking. They send, they tend to like <laughs> get super angry. You're like, hey, miss, I see that you have a puss <laughs> on that face. I have an idea. Let's put that puss on my face. And they're like, it's a never ending cycle, you know, because the lack of dick just breeds more anger. (laughs) And then that anger repulses dick. And then it just feeds into the cycle where they don't even realize anymore that the reason they're angry is because they're not getting dick. Hey, Kelsey, could you give me like a da 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 and then just keep like a song going, just like kind of in the background, real quick? Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say that would have been a good time for the more you know sound. I didn't bring the computer over, so no sound effects tonight. Well, that's not true. We have a couple, but it's, you know, shitty ones that come with the soundboard <coughs> like that. Um, mm-hmm. Kelsey, now this time, let's pretend that you've taken at, at least an interest in improv. And I'm going to I'm going to once again. Okay. Give me a da 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 and then let me do my thing. Okay. Uh da 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 Hey there, lady. Sure looks like you're cranky. How about I bend you over that soda fountain? Vex, I think you're onto something. And hey, gentlemen out there, if you get arrested or anything like that, if you try to implement anything that you've learned here tonight on 8750 Podcast, I take absolutely no responsibility for how rad you are. All right, dude, Vex is still fucking around on Discord right now. Sit on your hands. I'm sorry. I need to get back to Donkey Nuts Dave. I'm sorry. Dude, he was calling you out for not even being a true Canadian. Am I not a true Canadian? I'm, yeah, I'm not. I hate fucking Canada. That's why. You well, should have been like, like Letter Kenny you. was. Ne- he said Letter Kenny was never on regular TV. Yeah, it was. He said well, it was on late he night says TV. No. It was on late night TV. I can't confirm. It was on Comedy Central or it used to be Comedy Network, and it would always come on at like eleven no. or twelve at nighttime. Now I know yeah. you're full of it. Because Comedy no, Central doesn't Comedy Central doesn't own Letterkenny. No, the Canadian equivalent. There was a Canadian equivalent. That I went know that under there is, name. but if there were, then they probably would have also run on American TV, and it never did. No, it wasn't the American version. Yeah, I got I got to figure out what the Canadian That's version was. I'm pretty but, sure. Why don't we uh, ask Twitter? Do you have Canadian friends? No. Why would I want to be friends <laughs> with Canadians? Hey, fucking respect. Boom. <coughs> Oh, oh man, sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to mute myself when it did happens. Did you suck a blower? Ooh, did you suck a blower? I got sick once when I sucked on a blower. 
are you are you asking me did i take a dick down the throat and that's why i'm like this kelsey no. is that is that what i said is that no. what I said? no i said did you suck a blower what is a blower like a snow blower a snow blower no you, you know one? what happened is on saturday at work there was a kid that was fucking blowing his nose every five minutes and he was sneezing and shit and I, my immune system's been pretty good the last because i haven't been years and i touched the pencil he was using and didn't really think about it at the time and that combined with kind of the stress overload i've had lately and then not sleeping a whole lot the last two days just kind of all came together today. hey i found out what network um letter kenny was on chai crave crave yeah that's it which yeah, used to be T- the, is- the movie network tmn when i was a wee lass now that see i'm not gonna fight you on that one because that sounds definitely plausible to me but when you tell me it was on comedy central i have to be like no there's no way she's sick give her a break my name is bex i thought you were gonna tell me to rub some dirt in it and instead you went with this pussy sad music fuck you yeah all I want to do is crawl into a hole and cry because I have have the sniffles. Let me guess. It's more of just a a sore throat at this point. I bet you still have full control over your stomach and anus, don't you? I mean, I don't really ever have control over either of those with my issues, so... (laughs) Well, shit. <laughs> that really put yeah, a, pretty much. Yeah, that put a yeah. lid on my rant I was about to get into about how mm-hmm. don't give me lip and who you think you are. I I could learn you a thing or two about sick, but uh, hmm. Last of Us review. Mm-hmm. We Did are gathered here. Already? To, yeah, I, I was railing on that guitar before you got here. Hold on. Wow, is, you really put it far away. This what is good fuck? pod. Good pod. Mm-hmm. Two professionals talking about nothing. Where am I? Last of Us review. Wait, two professionals? Yeah, you and her. Oh. Last of Us review. You guys just tell me when you've had enough. Oh, Oh, I've had enough. God, we need to discuss this episode. Um, are we just gonna let so Kelsey, did you take notes on this episode? Yes, I did. Okay, so if if we could, can we just go through her notes and then discuss afterwards why this is upsetting or dividing the fan base? Um, well, let's start talking about it. So it starts off and Joel's washing his hand off that he broke on uh, that guy's jaw. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, my hand, how? And he built himself a, oh, you're an outdoors woman, Vex. What did he build? A little pile of rocks. I know, I know. It was like a little Inuit thingy. Yes, also known as a... Totem? Let me give you a hint. It's a uh, chick with a Katie Couric haircut who wants to see your manager. A Karen? Yay! Yeah! Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he built himself a Karen, and I didn't think much of him doing that. I was like, "Oh, neat, a Karen." Do you guys want to guess why he was doing it? So we could get back. 
in that house. No, it was to be a tribute to Tess. Oh, what? Yep. I thought they were like wayfinders, like to find the trail. Well, they a Karen is. Yeah, it usually shows you like where the path is, but it also can just be used as like, you know, a marker, a fugazi. Yeah, you know what? That is kind of. The thing that I watched that was like, here's a bunch of Easter eggs that you might have missed in The Last of Us. The thing that they were like, uh, Karen can also be used as like a memorial marker and whatever. But now that you just said, nuh-uh, I'm like, wait a minute. You're right. Nuh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. They're meant to mark a path. And if you're just going to leave them every time your cat dies, if you're going to go build one, you're going to lead a bunch of hikers into your backyard. I'll tell you what. They're going to be like, right. huh? Where the fuck am I? <laughs> I just was following these markers. It's You're a gonna, cat's grave. They're going to end up with a bunch of um those raiders. Of the Lost we... Ark. And then they start walking in the woods. No, before they get up, it's, she, Ellie gives her little speech. And she's like, she's like, I just wanted to say. And he's like, look, if you're going to say sorry, keep it to yourself, you dumb bitch. And she's like, no. Um, what? Can I point out that uh, Joel's accent is basically all gone in this episode? His Texan it, accent? It comes and goes in strength. It really does. Because every now and then I'm like, oh, dude, he sounds exactly like my uncle. And then it kind of like wanes. It was strong it, in the first two episodes. Like it was still on and off, but like it was my, way more obvious in the first two. And then in this third episode, it was just like, are you just Pedro Pascal now? Is that it? Yeah, okay. and then he was like, "Where's cool. Where's Grogu? <laughs> yeah. And where's my friend Boba Fett?" And I was like, "They're over there." And he was like, "Oh, there's a Wookiee." And I was like, "Oh, dude!" And then I realized I, found, I was Jackie. I found off. a very a very confusing image on Twitter today, and I posted <laughs> it in your Discord. You did? What was it? Um, Grogu it was like laying on <laughs> the Grandma Dune's boobies. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I was it somebody's banner on Twitter? No, no, it was like somebody's artwork. And I was like, I don't know if this is adorable or sexual. It's I was sexual. So well, the one I've seen, I'll have to go find the one that you posted. Uh, it's definitely fucking weird, dude. And uh, dude, can we talk about Gina Carano real quick? Just like real quick. Sure. The way that she got fired by Disney was some fucking bullshit and blah, blah, blah. But like, let's stop acting as if she's a great actor because she's not. <laughs> Dude, dude, <laughs> preach, brother. Like, I preach. like her a lot. I listen to her on Joe Rogan. She seems like a really, like, sweet lady. She seems really, really nice. I'd like to be her friend. I probably won't be after this. But, like, acting, not so good. Not so good. No, she's an average actress. And she's I'd definitely typecast. Average. She's typecast oh. into what she is put into. Right? But you know what? But I'll tell you. Um, in terms of her being cast as like a badass who can like beat people up, I liked it a lot because I could actually believe it because it's like, yeah, yeah. Dude, she can kick some fucking ass. Most time you see some like, I don't know, like Batwoman and some like 95 pound waif model. And it's like, yeah, oh, I'm sure that you're going to be beating up a bunch of like ace guy looking motherfuckers going. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, not at all. So I did like um, that. At least she looked like she could do some rough and tumble play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Sorry, I'm just going to step out for a moment and go get the lozenges in the kitchen real quick. The, okay. She's definitely, definitely going to suck on a lozenge while uh -huh. potting. And you're going to hear it. It's going to drive you insane and you are going to fucking flip a lid. I'm not going to flip a lid because she's sick and she still showed up. Yeah, she sure did. 
Mad prop. So yeah, I'm nah. That that's cool of her to be sick and still show up. So if she was like just white girl wasted and eating pork rinds for no good fucking reason, like who then, does that? Who does that? <laughs> then the I fuck might does that. Then I might come unglued. <laughs> <laughs> I might be doing an interview with Anchor, not like a job interview or anything like that, but like a creator interview thing with Anchor. Like they have to select you. But anyway, um. It's about something completely different. It's about subscriptions. But if I do get selected, I am definitely being like, bruh, you need to in- make it so that the host can fucking mute people. It's insane that there's not a button or that I can kick people or both. I cannot have Aww. bitches on my podcast eating pork rinds. And I'm like, stop. And they're like, no, <laughs> I never said no. It is hilarious. I was like, Kelsey, choose me or the pork rinds. And you're like, I choose you, but I have to swallow. <laughs> I sh- I cho- cho- choose you, but I need to swallow first. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I need to clip that, and I just never got to it. Man, yeah. there's a lot of things that you're up to. I'm starting. I'm trying to teach you how to run a Twitter account, mm-hmm. and you're doing mm-hmm. pretty good. I think that your Hogwarts one would have done better if you was have actually grabbed a Hogwarts image and not just one that you made off a of wonder. Right. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. Um, or what you should have done is did, typed in Harry Potter cosplay into like Google or something and found some hot chick dressed up in Harry Potter garb and then used that as your picture. And it would have oh, gone. That's true. Yeah. That would have gone to the moon. Did you see all the shit on Twitter about how if you go private, then you your post is seen more frequently? No, it's not. Are you seriously? How would it be? So everyone is saying that if they if their account goes private, then it's getting more exposure. And so they're making their accounts private to get more exposure because the algorithm's all fucked up today. So uh, why is the algorithm all fucked up today? Well, I don't I, know. I don't think the algorithm's fucked up at all. Like four of my tweets will not stop getting like bum 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 bum. Every time I hit refresh on my phone, it's like plus twenty, plus twenty, plus twenty. Well, because you fucking see... posted a river of period blood in the mountains. That's why. That was yesterday, and I never oh. expected that one to do so good. God damn. <laughs> Everybody likes that one. The one that's doing really well is like the old lady looking lady grabbing for some bread and she's like open carrying, and I was like. How would I don't you think feel? I saw that one actually. I think you commented on it, but I'm not sure. You, it was I... like, how would you feel if you came around a corner at your grocery store and you saw this? And people have thoughts. <laughs> people Many... have thoughts about everything, <laughs> anything um, and everything. I did. Yeah, wanna... I did. Go Sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you do it. No, I. I. Uh... I lost my fucking thought. I did uh, Bill Gates looking with his big old man titties and he's got his mm-hmm. fucking mask on even though he's outside alone. And I was like, who is this? Wrong answers only. I thought that would do really well. Not so much. A lot of people, you said Ellen DeGeneres. A lot of people also said Ellen DeGeneres, but you were one of the first. Mm-hmm. Oh. This isn't Last of Us review. What a hell? All right. Yeah, so save this for for Saturday. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. So then they have, she, Ellie's like, don't blame me. You are, you're an adult man, you stupid bitch. You made your fucking choice. And Joel's like, well, it wouldn't be a woke TV show if, unless the little girl told me what was what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, little girl. 
Yeah, the 18-year-old. <laughs> yeah, right. The chick who's supposed to be a little girl, but she's got like some prison tattoos. And she's mm-hmm. she told me she's been and trying a bloodlust, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Like, I do not remember Ellie in the game having a bloodlust like this. It's fucking weird. So yeah, then they keep moving. And they get to it was like a gas station, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, what are we doing here? And he's like, uh, this is I I stashed supplies here. And I look at Mrs. Yeti and I'm like, why the fuck? Would you choose one of the only structures in miles to store your fucking shit there? Pick a goddamn tree at a mile marker or like pick the woods. People aren't going to look in the woods. There's lots of woods. You could pick a creek or something that you recognize. And then that could be where you dig a hole. But you're going to pick a fucking like a a gas station and it's just underneath one tile and you think no one's gonna fucking look which so- i i agree with i thought that was weird i was like why would you not just pull an Il- israel keys and get a bucket and put your shit in there and bury it in the woods i get that reference i don't <gasps> i don't okay, get it. israel keys is a serial killer he uh-huh. killed himself in fbi custody like 10 years ago but what he would do is he would he would go across the country because he was like a contractor and in places where he felt that he could, he might come back to and find a potential victim, he'd go out in the woods with like a, one of those like Home Depot like Tupperware buckets. He'd put five in gallon a bucket, gun, a little, yeah. He'd put in a gun. He'd put in some like tape and rope and all this stuff in there and a knife, and bullets and shit and a cleaning kit, so that if he did find oh, a victim in that area when he came back, he could dig up that kill kit and use it. Or some eight-year-old can find it and be like dude <laughs> so he claimed that he had like 12 of them across the country they've only found three yep wow so yeah. and the reason i got excited about home depot five gallon buckets is because one nick offerman gets exactly those buckets later and two i have many mm-hmm. of those buckets Me i too. keep mm-hmm. rodents in them mm-hmm. oh <laughs> what uh for a while there, I was trapping chipmunks and ground squirrels that were fucking up my flower garden. Just you wait, Vex. We became friends over the winter. In the summer, I have a banging mountain flower garden, and I send many a pictures out of it. I fucking love it. Okay. But these little okay. rodent bastards keep trying to fuck it up. And I don't want to kill them because that's mean. So I have a live trap, and I just it's so easy. I just put like, um, <laughs> this is our review. I just put a little bit of peanut butter on a, on a paper <laughs> towel. And dude, I catch them like, as soon as I put it down, they're like, feed me. <laughs> so you know I, what? I put this, them in a five-gallon bucket. In, though. I put them in a five-gallon bucket with holes in the lid, and then I drive them down the road and release them. Okay. okay. And then, <laughs> I don't know, man. It gives me, here, you know what? It might not be doing shit, and clearly, I've learned since it's not doing shit. Um, but it gives me something to do. <laughs> Just that crazy guy that lives on the mountain put yep. peanut butter on paper towel in the garden. <laughs> Just yep. driving around in his Tacoma with a bunch of rodents right. in the back. Right. Oh, there he is with another gallon. The fifth <laughs> one this week. <laughs> you release you them on your neighbor. Him. You go get him, Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's a Yeti. He's fucking strange. Um, Do you right. go to your neighbor's house and release them? Like, you, uh, like you're annoying me today. Have some mice. There is a no, there's a certain spot that I go to, but then it was starting to be a little bit too far. So I picked a much closer spot. So yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's nice. far enough that I'm like, there's no way they're coming back, but it's like, you know, yeah, it's not it's not as far as I was going. Um 
where was I? Okay, so then they go into the gas station. They're looking for stuff. Ellie goes down into a hole, and I was like, oh, she's going to find something down here. She finds, like, a trapped, I believe they called it a stalker, because, you know, there's different classifications of clicker. I guess mm-hmm. this one's a stalker. Um, I watched a video about a bunch of Easter eggs and shit, so I have all mm-hmm. sorts of inside knowledge. Um, She goes up to it and pulls out her knife and cuts its head out, like, its, its forehead open, and I was like, bro, I thought we're supposed to like Ellie. She's coming off as like the fucking kid in your class that you're like, yeah, dude, that one's bringing a gun to school right there. She's, yeah, she's that kid from Toy Story, the one that would like Sid. all the toys. Yeah, Sid. She's yep. Sid, essentially. And you forgot to mention that she asked Joel for a gun again right before this happened. Now, that is from the game. Yeah. Um, there's one more thing you, you didn't before she spotted that thing in the, in that cellar or whatever, there was a box, pristine box of tampons oh, yeah, and then right. almost, placement. right. And then almost unironically, she finds the stalker there and then she doesn't stab it right away. No, no, no. She, she watches it bleed first. Uh, a lot of period references huh right it was kind of weird and then she decides to stab it you know like inserting a tampon that is not where my head went at all but you have a creative brain don't you (laughs) (laughs) what can i say (laughs) now eat your cookie (laughs) dude we taught baby yeti cookie and now she's like eat cookies (laughs) Because she's getting to the part where she can put more words together and she thinks it's really neat. So she's just like, Aww. eat, eat, eat. And that meant like, I'm hungry. I would like to eat. Now it's eat cookies. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I think I'm going to do a bit on 8750 called like conspiracy baby. Cause she just goes, no, no, no. And I'm be like, did, did uh, like, what would I say? Be like, did we land on the moon baby Yeti? No. No. <laughs> Are the frogs turning gay? No. 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 <laughs> Just con- conspiracy, baby. <laughs> Did Lee Harvey Oswald act alone? No. <laughs> no. Are the chicken farm fires coincidental? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Another one just burned down, I think, yesterday or the day before. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I went to go see how much eggs were here. God damn, dude. This is and hey Vex, just so you know, this is all of our reviews. The eggs here are like seven ninety nine for twelve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't buy eggs, so don't make no never mind to me. Give me a round of applause. Somebody, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Ah, oh, man, guys. So yeah, I'm period sorry. blood references aside, she kills that thingy, and then she goes back up. I was going to make a cup of espresso before I came over and did this. I was like, nah, you got the energy. (laughs) I'm like just fucking around in my brain. Okay. So, (laughs) so then, and we forgot she sees a Mortal Kombat machine and it was like, oh, wow, Mortal Kombat. I looked at Mrs. Yeti and I was like, no girl in the history of humanity has ever given a shit about Mortal Kombat. Hold and on. I assume this is where Vex is going to go. I like that. I was going to say, I actually like Mortal Kombat a lot. Did you really? Yeah. It's the only video game we had on um, the, my brother's Sega. <sighs> I knew I'd say that and get shit on. I just fucking, I had a feeling yeah. in my Yeti bones. What? But it did raise a question because like she was born and raised in a post-apocalyptic yep. world. So where in the fuck was she playing this video game? Like she I'll didn't even tell know you. anybody who has been in an airplane. <clears throat> I'll and- tell you. 
Okay. okay. When her and her girlfriend are sneaking around the mall, they play in an arcade. How is the arcade still running? Why would there still be power going to that mall? I don't know. Is this just all some weird reference to scissoring at the end of the day? Is that what's going to happen? Is this I do like the strange paths that your brain cruises down. Keep them coming. <laughs> My brain has no relevant function right now. I'm just going down paths. That's it. <laughs> and don't stop believing. So, exactly. Apparently in the video, in uh, The Last of Us, the game, it was uh, some game called Turning is what they come across. And she's like, oh, Turning, I love this game. Da, 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 da. So it they wasn't go that down- she loved the game. It was that her friend had told her about <clears throat> it. She hadn't actually played <clears throat> it. And it got her really excited. Which, what game. girl cares so much about video games that she knows about ones she hasn't even played? That's like, that's so... I, and it does, Bro, it I is, know about The Last of Us and I haven't played The Last of Us. Well, it's pretty fucking relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I know about the lore, but I haven't played the game. I think again, that's because again, you don't have a machine capable of playing the game. Yet again, again you're. We've got to get you it. writing articles on Substack so that we can support that vex and get her a goddamn PS5. This is sad. You're playing like Tetris, Tetris remastered because that's all your computer can handle. It's fucking you're devastating, just upset dude. That I'm playing GoldenEye and you're. you're- not. At the end of the day, <laughs> I swear. Since you told me that you've been playing Goldeneye, I've heard about you playing Goldeneye once per day since. <laughs> and by that I mean yesterday. I heard you mention it on Kenoli's show. <laughs> I stopped by, and you're like, "I've been playing Goldeneye." And I was like, "Nerd!" That's in the comments. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> but you don't read the comments, the, right? I read the comments. I just don't respond because I'm so more engaged in the conversation, right? Yeah. And by the time I remember, it's like a fifty thousand other comments have come and gone. So that a good streamer you will make. Um, <laughs> Kelsey Balls is even worse, dude. It's so much fun to watch her stream. She just put parks her Destiny character in the middle of a battle, and is mm-hmm. like, "Oh, hey, Yeti, yeah, how's it going, man?" And I'm like, "Pay attention." I, um, I hope you've not forgotten the wager, Kelsey. Now, that oh, I haven't game... forgotten. Don't you okay. worry. All right. Okay. All right. We are going to, I am going to stream Hogwarts Legacy when it comes out for me on the 7th and I have to play it for 15 hours and then Vex is going to become a patron, a subscriber to 8750. Ooh, I cannot wait. I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I want to. I want, I want you. To. Want you? Is that what it is? I thought so. That makes more sense, doesn't it? Oh my mm-hmm. God, our reviews. Oh, oh. Ah. okay. All right. So the guy that Wait, Ellie she's talking stabbed. to her cat like it's a kid. Shh. Maybe Continue. she'll do it again. Okay. So what, Kelsey? So the guy that Ellie stabs in the head must not have been down there very long, which I thought was interesting because everything was like dusted over, and like she had to like get through the rubble to like go down into this crawl space and then there was rubble on top of him and he was still alive so he had to have not been down there for very and, long so wait are his little tentacle spores not plugged into the fungal network and now a whole horde is coming their direction like i don't understand sometimes it happens other times yeah. it just doesn't and here's another thing how are the cities overrun with vines and fungus plumes everywhere that you look but the forest you know the place where fo- like fungi usually grows nothing 
Yeah. It's totally fine. That is yeah, a fair so point. That's like, right? Don't you think that there would be yeah. quite a bit of growth and zombie fucking guys out there in the place where, you know, mushrooms actually yeah. exist? Well, no, I'm just thinking, like, even when I've driven by, like, old gas stations and stuff way up north, it's the same way. Like, it's it's moldy and shit. Yeah. It's overgrown. Yeah. And also... Exactly. Why is Ellie not telling Joel? Like... Yeah. And, and, and no, why is Joel not fucking checking on her? They're in a small gas station. Are you kidding me? he's an ignorant man, and she's a strong, independent woman. That's but, why. But, like, if I was 14... And I was down in in a crawl space with a fucking clicker. You better believe I'd be like, yo, there's a guy down here. here. Right. He said, just wait here. And I don't know why he thinks that she would just wait here because she's done more than enough to prove that she doesn't give a fuck what he says. Right. So keep a closer eye on her. And instead, he's looking for the right floor tile to dig up. So then it was just under some paper, it turned out like Ah, there it is. And this part, like, really creeped me out with Ellie. Like, I'm like, okay, Ellie is a psychopath. I know. Really creepy. And there's something really, really wrong with her mentally. Like, they wanted it to come off as if she was just, like, super curious about the infected. And it's like, nah. No, she is a homicidal psycho. I was getting Dahmer vibes off of her for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, I like how it's shiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in this whole then, this whole um series so far, she's been really creepy. Like asking what it feels like to murder people and like what does it feel like if they like knowing yeah. they were people once and tell me like how did it feel when your knife goes into someone and like she's fucking creepy as hell. Like, I know. I don't like her at all. And they didn't spend very much time like developing these characters. So I'm not emotionally invested in any of them. And then we get to... Hey, hold on. In a little bit, you get to see a guy get his first blowjob. Come on. You're not telling me that that's not going to... We're going to come back to that point because that's a gripe I had with this episode. Yeah, so they spent more time character developing two characters that have nothing to do with this show that much. Really, it doesn't. They spent more time developing those characters than they have spent over three episodes developing the two main characters. Yep. Like, like I felt more emotionally connected to these, like in the game, it's bystanders. over the journey where you get to know them better. But like, but then why waste three. episode three on this and not their journey and them getting to know how many episodes are in this series? Like eight? I don't Nine. know. Nine. Like and they spent episode- one of them on this. Yeah, we're episode three, and I still give zero fucks about Joel or Ellie. And Ellie, I'm actually starting to dislike. So if something bad happens, you guys are jumping the gun a little bit. No, I know, I know, I know. Let's let's go. We'll go back. We'll circle. So she stabs, then she jumps up, and Joel is leaving the AR-15 that he has in the hole. Yeah, and he pissed me off too. Give me a second and explain, and then rip into it with me. So he's like, she's like, what? You're leaving that here? Like, it let, let, let me have it. And it was like, he should let her have it. Okay, by by the ga- the show's own logic, he should definitely let her carry it, even if it, and he should take all the bullets from it, just in case they do get bumped into by raiders or some shit. At least she looks intimidating and not like just a fucking target. Mm-hmm. Not the worst idea ever. But in the, in the show, his excuse is, he's like, yeah, there's not many bullets out there for this type of weapon. Uh, are you kidding me? An AR-15 that takes like two, two, three, or five, five, six? Uh, th- 
that and nine millimeter and twenty two long rifle are probably the three most common calibers that you would ever fucking find. Oh. You know what's not? Shut up, Kelsey. You know what's not a very common round? <laughs> the fucking forty four magnum he decides to keep instead. You're not gonna be finding much forty four fucking magnum bullets, you fucking dink. Okay, go ahead, Kelsey. So he knows that he's headed towards this place that we're gonna get into. He's oh, headed bullets there. And guns. Which has guns and bullets like nobody's business. And he knows he's headed there. So, so just carry why your, would he live so leave right. his why would he leave his gun like, oh, there's no ammo for it, but I'm going to a place where I know there's fucking ammo for it? What the yeah, fuck? Yes. And plus, even if he has, let's say, five fucking bullets, carry the gun for those five bullets in case you fucking need them. Because right. the other gun you have has six bullets, and then you have to spend a half hour reloading it. And I also um, mentioned, too, like in my notes, that they should probably carry the gun so they don't look like they're unarmed. Yes. Like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Even if you don't want Ellie to have a gun, maybe just give her one that's, like, empty so that she doesn't look like just such a fucking target. Like, goddamn. And, Yeah. yeah, dude, I did not even think of that. You're so correct. He knows he's going to a guy's fucking prepper bunker. Yeah. Not only will you find bullets there, but you could like then just leave your fucking gun there. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as he knows, Bill and Frank are still there and he could be like, hey, watch after my gun. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, why does he have a stash so close to Bill's house? Like, just use Bill's house. Right. <laughs> you I'm know the gate code, bitch. <laughs> yep. These are all valid points. I agree with them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, why would you? That would be like keeping a bunch of holes with money squirreled away in it outside the bank. <laughs> keep it in the bank. And he knows how well fortified that place is. And he even like told like when we see the flashback. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. But he even like, yo, these are some things you need to fortify your place better. That yeah. Joel says this to Bill. And then Bill's like, cool. So then he makes those upgrades. So Joel knows how well fortified this place is. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to stick all my shit in this cache in a fucking gas station that's run down. Because no raiders will get to that ever. I guess the only I think they mentioned something about how it's kind of like a take a penny, leave a penny. So it's like for people he likes or knows and like they all use it as a communal thing. Yeah, but they, he doesn't mention that. I thought he did, but I'm not 100 percent. So, yeah, fuck him. Um, yeah. Oh, I thought I saw something move in the backyard and I was like, whoa, but I did not. It was just the tarp covering the firewood. All right. So, so then, then they keep walking and they see a plane that jinx. crashed. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ha ha, Kelsey. <laughs> so then they keep walking. They find a plane that crashed and it's like still in some sort of shape that you can recognize it in the, as a plane. Like what? How did that crash that it didn't just turn into fucking rubble? But whatever. So it looks CGI as fuck, too. So don't you miss sets every now and then? Don't you miss, like, models and something that somebody built? Not some just CGI yes. plane. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah. Joel goes, oh, yeah, planes, dude. Like, ah, it's a fucking fiberglass or aluminum tube, and you had to pay $18 for a sandwich. And she's like, dude, you got to fly in the air. Which kind of a decent moment some mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. kid who never like knew air travel would probably be like that's so fucking dope and you just took it for granted what the hell and joel's like mm-hmm. yeah. and so then they keep walking a minute and he's like slow down and she's like why and he's like because i said and she's like why and he's like because come Wait, on and she's like it's something part. 
you skipped an important part where Go he ahead. explains he explains to her because she asks like how did this like cordyceps thing even get started and he was like i thought you went to school and she's like i did but we didn't really talk about this and then he's like okay so um it the cordyceps mutated and they probably got into a basic ingredient like flour or sugar, which we know it started in a flour mill in Jakarta. Yeah. So flour. Um, gluten is the enemy, everyone. Gluten. Yeah. Is bad. Yeah, I knew it. My note here was like fungus likes warm and wet and a box of flour <laughs> is not. Neither. Wet. Yeah. Like, so it would be in an airplane or on a cargo ship and in a cargo ship it's going to be way too hot for anything to live or it's going to be way too cold some old bread it was probably some old bread there and either go. way it's dry as fuck in there but okay yeah that's what she said and yeah. so he says that the flour probably got into some bread cereal pancake not mix. yeah that's bad <laughs> that's boo <laughs> that's all <laughs> not if you're a man who doesn't care about consent <laughs> Sorry, dude Kelsey. vex with a fever is fucking funny <laughs> right, so it gets into some pancake mix he mentioned specifically which is interesting because his daughter was going to make him pancakes for his uh -huh. birthday right. but they didn't have any um and he's like you know if you eat enough of these infected foods then you get infected and all the products hit the shelves on thursday and um people were getting sick by friday and then they started biting by friday night and by monday everything was gone so like he kind of gives you the heads up on like the uh, timeline of how this all goes remember down remember so. to how they were making biscuits the neighbor and the neighbor old ladies the oh, one yeah. That, oh yeah that's the first one that we saw right so <laughs> All right, Vex has been taken out by a clicker, <laughs> or by a cat. Her cat slaughtered. in the chat for Vex. <laughs> she will be missed. We just got her as a part of the crew too. Man, that was short. Yeah, damn. All right, so now that yes, is actually so some fun writing. Um, that that is like, because like if you watch this, if you really liked it and you so much that you watched it again, you'd be like, ah, oh, dude, the pancake mix. Ah, that's pretty mm -hmm. dope. I like that. Yeah. There are a couple cool things that after I watched the Easter egg video, I was like, oh, I, that is actually kind of I'll, I'll get to him when we get to him. So, yeah, they keep walking and he's like, slow down. They get to a mass grave and Joel explains to Ellie, he's like, yeah, dude. So they would pack people up from these small towns and tell them that they were going to a quarantine zone. And sometimes those zones are full. So they would just shoot them all in a mass grave. And again, you know how I was like, bro, if the military was just shooting people on day one, everybody would turn on the military immediately. They would not be in a quarantine. So everybody would have so much resentment for the fucking military. They would be stopping at nothing to annihilate them. And then yeah. they're like, and they bombed them with planes. And I'm like, yeah, dude, everybody would hate the fucking military first and the clicker second. And yep. then they were like, and they put them in mass fucking graves. It's like, okay. There's, there's something I wanted to point out in this scene. So we see basically in the first five to ten minutes, Ellie fucking tamponing a zombie in a basement. And she's all bloodlust and everything. And then all of a sudden he explains this whole thing about how they killed, you know, innocent people. And suddenly she has sympathy for life. Yeah. 
I thought that was, was a little strange too. Right. It's really weird, especially because we know the cordyceps need a live victim in order to survive is the other thing. So I don't, I, I don't know, maybe, I, I don't know what they were trying to get at here, but it just didn't vibe with what they were trying to get Ellie to be like. And it was weird. Yeah. I don't think that whoever wrote, I don't know, man, it's, it's, it comes off as people who don't understand kids whatsoever. And they're just like, Ooh, the, uh, and then when people probably are like the same people that, you know, are just like have 18 abortions, <laughs> 18, I have an abortion punch card. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, right. And then it's, I'm sure if they ever got called out for being like, dude, no nine-year-old girl acts like this. So like Ellie's just misunderstood. And she had a, a different child. It's like, uh-huh. Or you don't know uh-huh, how to man. write. Kids, kids kind of do be wildin', but not that kind of wildin'. Yeah. So then they look in the mass grave and we see like a very distinct rainbow like baby cloth. And then it goes to like, we go back in time to 2003 and we see a baby being held in that baby cloth. And it's a bunch of people getting round up onto a military like troop or carrier know, like a big people mover thing and it's like oh come on like guys we got to get you out of here we're taking people you to a safe spot blah, blah 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 are blah. these traffickers dude what ask your bo- <laughs> ask your boo eliza blue <laughs> um i and thought I, this was kind of weird i want to know so much about what's going on today what the drama is oh god um, I thought this flashback was kind of weird. I don't know if this is how you guys got it at all, but it felt like a very weird transition. And like there was supposed to be more in that scene that they filmed and then just intentionally cut out to focus on what ends up taking most of the episode. I would have liked to see how this all played out personally. What? The baby getting shot. Oh, I oh, didn't really? want to see that. No, I yeah, I think the way that they did it with the implication, especially like, dude, after you no, have like, kids, okay, you're but like, I don't mean actually seeing the bullet hit the baby, but I mean like how it went down. Like you remember in the movie, the mist, how like nope. you see them fucking murder each other in the in the in the van at the end, and then the military comes and rescues them, and it's just like, no, you know what I'm talking about at all? I haven't no. seen the mist. Oh my god, please watch The Mist. I think you would really appreciate The Mist. I'm sorry, I totally just spoiled it, but you might not even remember. Um, <laughs> but it was just like, I wanted to see what like led up to that, not necessarily, necessarily see it happen. That's all. Because that would have been an interesting kind of war <clears throat> building thing. That's all. But I feel like yeah, they did I get that. What you mean. I feel like I, I feel like the writing did do that though, because they were like, because Joel explained what happened to these people. Like, yeah, they were. Supposed I didn't need to, go to see to the it. Q's, yeah, they were supposed to go it. to the QZ. It was full, so they took them. And here, I think it was interesting. Them. They showed like the distinct baby blanket. Then you see a kid in that blanket, and they're getting on the truck, and it's mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, I, I, I put this together. Yeah. Which, which also, you know, I don't know if this is intentional or not, but there's a. Uh, a rainbows on that blanket which you know what rainbows are generally associated with these days. leprechauns yeah exactly i was but i was gonna say that you read my mind hmm. and the color of the baby uh what color was the baby green oh dude i thought it looked a little green i didn't know if my tv was going out or what but okay <laughs> interesting 
just a little just a little thing I noticed. That's all. It could have been any other color. Could have been any other blanket. Because you know, they don't just randomly pick shit for this. Oh, it's very yeah. intentional. I know. So. And we'll get to like just how this one is where it's like, okay, we fucking get it. You're shoving down a message down our throats. We understand. Like, what are the odds that in this episode there's four characters, four main characters? Joel, Ellie, Bill, and uh, Frank. 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 And what fucking 70 75% of all the characters in this episode are gay. What are the fucking odds of that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. What are the odds? Right. I mean, come on. And plus, we already know that they're going to probably spend a huge chunk of an episode explaining Ellie and her like that left behind DLC because we've seen it in like the trailers and stuff that like it's probably going to be more than a flashback. I bet they're going to spend a pretty large chunk of time on it. So out of nine episodes, you're telling me you're going to focus on like this gay relationship that played out. Hold on, and hold we're going to do it again. Gun. You're jumping the gun. You're right. I am. So we see Nick Offerman. He's down in his basement. He's looking at a bunch of like closed circuit TVs and all that kind of stuff. And the military is rounding up the entire town. And then he assumes that they are gone. So he comes out of his bunker, which like wait a two days, maybe? I don't know. You're in a bunker. He comes out of, like as soon as the fucking military truck leaves, he comes out with a gas mask on and he's he's pointing a shotgun everywhere. And it's like, bruh, like one guy with a rifle down the road would fucking waste you. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even a rifle. It was a shotgun too is the other thing. That's why I said it was a shotgun. I'm saying a oh. person with a rifle would fucking waste you down the street. Now, like, mm -hmm. shotguns don't act like they do in video games or, like, in movies where it's just like, oh, yeah, it's just, like, one spread right in front of the shotgun, and other than that, you're safe. No, it'll fuck you up at a distance as well. But, like, it, let's say a guy was, you know, literally two blocks down the road. <laughs> you fucking smoke, ain't, son. Ain't doing shit, yeah. It ain't doing shit. Plus, it also depends on what's in there, man. You got birdshot, you got buckshot, you, you got a slug. What are we talking about? Um, he had vibes in there, clearly, with where this episode goes. He's <laughs> shooting vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's hilarious that he found his boyfriend by the boyfriend falling into his hole. <laughs> a brown hole. <laughs> a deep God. brown hole. It's pretty great. It's pretty mm -hmm. great. Um, mm -hmm. So apparently he hid in his bunker. The military cleared out of there. Nobody ever came back to double check that they got everybody. <laughs> and so I'm assuming that this was like the end of the like evacuations. That's why he was so sure that he could come out. That's I what guess. my assumption was. And I mean, you know, if you were right, if you were directing this or whatever, and you'd probably have the thought of like, well, shouldn't he stay in the bunker for like a day to make sure it's safe? And then it's like, yeah, but like that won't look as cool. <laughs> see, I guess so, this is why no. I kind of say I would have liked to see the rest of the thing play out because it does add a lot of context to where the development of most of this episode lies so then he starts having himself like a like a groundhog's day type thing where it's just like i can do whatever i want yay it's a nick offerman's day out so he goes and grabs the neighbor's boat and starts towing it around so he can grab shit and i just thought that this was interesting because it's like bruh everybody has a trailer he's using the boat as a trailer to haul mm -hmm. more shit around mm -hmm. he, first of all he doesn't have a trailer dude i have a fucking trailer <laughs> He couldn't find a trailer. Like, I get it. A boat looks silly and fun and like really like post post apocalyptic esque where you're using random shit like a boat to tow things around. But anyway, he fortifies his house. He fortifies the block. He gets everything. He's like all happy. He's got himself all these different traps and he's watching on closed circuit television like a clicker will walk into a trap and get shot. And he's like, <laughs> neat. 
Mm-hmm. He does an ace guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's at. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll that look fucking at, laugh haunts me. <laughs> <laughs> I look at my analytics and it'll be like, oh, the newest episode out got like 40 plays today. And oh, the second newest episode got like 25 plays. And then like, you know, and then it'll be like episode 15, one play. And I'm like, I know who that is. <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> um, Yeah, so he gets everything all set up. Then along comes, like we said, uh, an alarm goes off and a dude named Frank has fallen into his hole, his hole of love. And he's like, yo, you sick? And he's like, no, like I, I just came from the Baltimore zone, like safe zone and it all fell apart and I was walking with people, but they're all gone. So here I am and like rock me like a hurricane. And he's like, all right, let me get you a ladder. He gives him a ladder. He comes out. He's like, he checks his neck because he got, he's like, where did you get one of those? And he's like, oh, reasons <laughs> like, where did he get one of those? <laughs> Like, seriously, he never left the town and no one left one there. So where did he get one of those? I don't know. Mysteries. Plot reasons. Right? Like, where did he get it? He's not left the fucking neighborhood. I do also like that Nick Offerman, like the house he lived in is clearly his mother's house. And he's got himself a bunker in it. I don't know too many moms who are like, yeah, son, you can go build a bunker in the basement. That sounds fine. If, as long as you stop looking at gay porno mags, go build as many bunkers as you want. <laughs> well, maybe. Like, right? I mean, it came in handy, though. So. Oh, it worked out. But I just, could you imagine your mom giving you permission to build a bunker below her house? Well, and also, um, when Frank starts looking around before they eat their meal, like Frank touches like the armoire that's right there. And there's all this dust on top of it. So mm-hmm. maybe it was his mom's house and she died like several years that prior. That was supposed to be yeah. symbolism, apparently. Or not oh. symbolism. It's supposed to be like telling you some extra story beats about Nick Offerman's character. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. Apparently what it was supposed to mean, because I'm glad that you noticed it, Kelsey, because apparently it had a meaning. I didn't catch it either. The meaning was is that he cares so much about protecting the house, but he doesn't take time to enjoy the house. And that's where Frank comes in because Frank doesn't care so much about protecting shit, but he actually like wants to live his life and like cut the yard and make it look nice and like plant a garden for the fucking fun of it and all that type of shit. So it's supposed to show like Nick Offerman just wants to live and survive. He don't give a fuck about dusting. Right. Well, I mean, that kind of makes sense because look at what he had been doing for years. Jacking off. Well, and Frank, when they when they get in their still jacking off. When Frank and um and Nick Offerman get in their fight, then Frank is like, "Fuck you, man! Like, I have to live oh, hold here." Hold on, you're jumping the gun. You're jumping the gun. Okay. I know. Okay. So let's but, go back to where we're. So but what I'm all I'm trying to say about that part. Just let me finish my thought. All I'm okay. trying to say about that part is that Frank is like, "Bro, let her talk." I let her talk. Oh, I was trying. <laughs> Frank wanted to like paint the shutters or something no he didn't he wanted to mow the yard he also wanted to mow the the lawn and he just wanted you could see a symbolism too for like trimming your pubes if you really wanted to look at it that way that's the way i took it (laughs) but we get to see them like topless later and they don't shave nothing nope 
I mean, above the waist, they don't shave nothing. Eh, well, doesn't that look kind of weird if you're all like hairy chest and there's a Ken doll situation down there? <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> that looks super weird. It looked like you're wearing a reverse swimsuit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh okay. my goodness. So Nick Offerman is like, all right, dude, you got to get the fuck out of here. And he's like, all right, dude. And he's like, can I get like a glass of water? And he's like, no. Because if I give you water, then I got to give everybody water. And you're everybody that they tell water. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I'm not going to tell anybody I promise. He's like, mm, okay, fine. So he lets him in, lets him have a shower. And he like goes outside the door and is like, hey, like anything I can get you? And he's like, oh, no, can, can I have like five more minutes? And he's like, yeah. And like, yeah, I was like, oh, can I, can I here we go. Can I kindly <laughs> point out that this was what I was waiting for and I could feel it coming. In the air. In the air tonight. This episode. Oh, no. And I've been waiting for this moment. Can you continue instead, please, Kelsey? Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. So Bill brings him clothes and then makes him a fancy dinner and then. So after oh, they the were fi- coming that night, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't think it was. Oh, it was that night, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after the dinner, uh, Frank was like, I'll get going. But first, like, I got to I got to play this piano. So he plays it and he's playing it all happy and chipper. And then Nick Offerman's character plays it and it's all like sad and lonely. And that then was Frank- more symbolism. Yeah, because Frank was like, you need you need my joy in your life. That's right. And Nick Offerman is like, I'm sad. Yeah. And he's like, you don't have a girlfriend, do you? And and then Bill was like, no, no, I don't. And he's like, I know. And then they make out for a second and it's awkward as hell. And then Frank is like, go take a shower. And I was like, damn, that was <laughs> like, weird. by the way, it's like you just met this guy. You were hesitant enough to shoot him when he was in the hole. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, he awkwardly kisses you and you're totally OK just going in the shower while he roams around your house. Right. Totally. Yep. What? I know yep. if, if this if this bill dude was a real person, like I think he would have just first of all. All of his traps are ones that kill people, but it's just so fucking coincidental that Frank crawls into the only one that doesn't just instantly kill you. All of his traps are electric fences, fucking flamethrowers, <laughs> fucking mm-hmm. trip wires that shoot a fucking like shell or like a little like capo- explosives a little, as well. Little, yeah, yeah, a little explosion into your head. But Frank falls into the one and only goddamn hole in the yard. <laughs> oh, and also. Um, I mean, I don't mean to offend any of your listeners, but it's kind of, um, what, what's the word? Stereotypical that the two gay characters you introduce immediately decide to have random stranger sex before they have proper, like, proper I... names to each other. No. I was, t- I, was t- I was thinking about this episode all night and into today. And I was thinking, all like, are you now? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I can feel it coming in the air. I bet coming you could. in that shed, you know. Mm-hmm. I was out in that shed all night, and it was it was cold, so friction was was the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, I was just thinking, it's like because Neil Druckmann. Oh, the whole reason that they did this, and because this isn't in the game at all. Like Bill is, and he mentions Frank, and you see Frank, he hangs himself, 
but it's never mentioned that they're like lovers whatsoever or the even only, alluded to be to be the honest. The only thing the build is apparently gay because Ellie finds a play girl. No, playboy. No, playgirl. The one that's got naked guys in it. She play finds girl. a playgirl in his house and has it in the truck later and is like, "What the fuck? They have elephant dongs." I and thought it was like, a playboy. I remember uh, what scene you're talking about. I just so I watched the Easter egg thing and they covered it. So that's how I know. <clears throat> but I could, I don't know. I mean, maybe I misremember. Well, I might I'm be mistaken. Sure. I'm in a fever dream right now. So. That's true. Oh, dude, that was Beyond Sunday. <laughs> I listened to that back and I was like, what the fuck were you saying, guy? Um, so where was I? So where then, Kelsey was. Yeah. So then before the banging happens, so like Bill takes a shower, he comes back, Frank's naked in his bed, Frank takes, his ta- takes Bill's towel off, and then is like, come on, baby. And then he gets in the bed and there's the two of them. And this is where shit gets really fucking weird. And Frank like rolls on top of Bill and is like, hey, if I if I do this, I'm going to stay here for a few more days. All right. But I ain't a whore. That's how I ain't a prostitute. Dudes are like, yeah, definitely stay. Which also uh, the position they chose is kind of weird, too. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Because the. The Frank hops on t- is like straddling Bill, and then he's not like, straddling. No, they're trying to do it full on missionary style. Yeah, but... missionaries. Yeah. Well, I think he was going down for a blowy, and that's where. Mm-hmm. The, no, it... no, he was not. No, uh, not so at anyway. this time. But he does. He was like, "Have you ever done this before?" And he was like, "Once with a girl." In like, and it was awkward or whatever. But that could be. And sex then as well, I laughed out loud, and I was like, "Well, it's gonna fucking hurt." <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Ah, the scene was right for comedy. Interesting that the guy who is the survival prepper and knows all of this, you know, hardcore shit is the one that ends up being the bottom. I know, right? I know. And the one, yeah, the one who's into like all the fucking, you know, survivalist tough guy shit. And then the the guy, and then the, yeah, right? The guy who's into art and painting and flowers. I still believe that he was going down for a blowy. So yeah, he was. I don't and, think that you're right that that was uh, how they were setting up to get it on. Well, and then and then um, I saw a meme today that it like perfectly showed how I felt watching this scene because it had that girl from Wednesday, the really cute bubbly one, the um, blonde one, the blonde one. So I think I know was, what you mean. You're talking about. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> The Last of Us episode three and it shows her like all excited to watch it and then it shows like Frank on top of Bill and then it shows her face and she's like Ugh. like she has like that kind of face on and I was like holy shit this was me watching this scene because I was like oh Which... did we really need to see the sex scene like so, I feel like no, that was it wasn't gratuitous. necessary at all because here's the theory and I would feel like most straight men when you see two guys kissing it's like, nah, 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 I'm good. I don't. Honestly, and then, if this were a straight couple, I would have the same reaction. I don't want to see it. What does this do for me? Fair. This is just being salacious for the sake of being salacious. Now, dear listener, I'm not I'm not trying to come off as homophobic whatsoever. Just maybe more like homo exhausted. You get it? You dig? Well, and I'm like pro Bill and Frank. I actually enjoyed this episode. And I loved their relationship and I thought it was super cute. But the gratuitous sex scene right here is really cringy. Unnecessary. Just it's unnecessary. unnecessary. It's cringy. And I'm like, 
this must be how gay people feel watching straight couples have sex on TV. And like, I want to know who is this? Who is this show supposed to be for? That's my immediate thought. It's a very violent, scary, like series, right? It's based on a video game. So that all of those things line up with like guys are probably watching this, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like probably heterosexual dudes is probably your target market because Mrs. Yeti's parents, I was like, oh, maybe they'll watch this. And they'll be like, oh, wow, this was a video game. You play video games. Have you played it? And we'd have something to talk about. But they were like, zombie shit? Fuck that noise. I am out. Press, and I was like, Press awesome. square to penetrate. <laughs> oh, God. Was that a meme? <laughs> no, it's not. You we should need, make it one. You should right now grab that scene and head on over and press and say, press square to penetrate and put it on Twitter. <laughs> that will go very viral because that is very fucking funny. Um, I would also just like to, like, Kelsey, I agree with you. This wasn't necessarily a bad episode. Like, their relationship, it was very nice to see it play out. And it was, it was sweet and it was poignant. But it's just like, I'm, while I'm watching this, I'm like, why, as the viewer, should I give a fuck about any of this? Yes. When the show is supposed mm-hmm. to be about Joel and Ellie trying to get Ellie across the yes. country. Right. And so- again, they spent more time on Bill and Frank and developing their characters have this entire series thus far and this is supposed to be Agreed. a third we're supposed to be through a third of the story and we still give no fucks about joel or ellie and in fact we don't even like ellie because they haven't done any character development That's why this on was them. a bad episode like no offense who gives a fuck about bill and frank who fucking cares they explain why they made this episode in the after thing they're like we just wanted to take a moment and show like what it was like for other people in this in this world and really flesh out the world via these characters. Blah, 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 blah. It was like, who fucking cares, dude? And this reminds me of a show that me and Mrs. Yeti watch called Mythic Quest. It's on Apple TV. Have you seen it? Yep. Mythic I Quest does... Show. It's got Mac in it from Sunny in Philadelphia. It's decent enough, and it's got a, the lig- cricket. Cricket's in there. Um, it's a decent enough show, but they keep doing this thing where like raw, like Mac from Sunny is the fucking best character, and he's in it less and less and less and i'm like yo mm-hmm. i'm only really watching this show because i really like him and if he's not going to be in it that much then i don't really fucking care but here's one thing that they've done every season for three seasons they have one episode that has nothing to fucking do with any fucking thing it's like the building where they make the game mythic quest they show some indie game that was there long before they made their game it was some indie studio and here's their whole story and here's everything to yeah. do with them and it's like bro I do not fucking give two fucking shits about this indie game that almost like that had in this couple that had hard times in this fucking studio. Why are you showing me this? I do not fucking care. I do not fucking care about Bill and Frank. Neat guys. Fucking neat. Yeah. Um, Are we going to go through everything that happens in this gay relationship, by the way? I mean, may as well touch on a little bit. Why did you not want to or you do want to? I don't. There. (sighs) Because it's not significant to the rest of the plot. So it's like, why dive into it? I only have five notes left. from. I was so amazed that Kelsey, because Kelsey started letting me know her thoughts early this morning. Mm. And she was just like, I fucking loved it. And I was like, oh, I hate, it's not that I like hated it. I was just, I was sitting there seriously, like I sent this to Vex because I knew that me and Vex were already on the same page. So I didn't, I wouldn't have to worry about swaying her idea. But I was like, bruh. I'm a parent of two and I only have so much fucking free time to do shit. And I'm right now watching Bill and Frank argue about mowing the goddamn yard 
in the middle of the street right now, and that, that's what I'm doing with my free fucking time. I don't and, fucking and care. And having sex in strawberry patches. And then banging in a strawberry patch. I don't fucking care about this. And this is what I'm doing with my free time. Fuck you, HBO. Why you fuck on me right now? And this and was a long episode too. This it was. was a- yeah. 120 minutes. Yeah, dude. It was forever. It took our entire little chunk of free time that we have before we have to like dream feed the Yeti Junior and they then get rid- they fucked on my fucking free time, dude. Because I was enjoying this series up and like this episode. No good, dude. No good. Anyway, there's a couple of different parts that happen that I just at least want to touch on. So there's a certain part. Um Kelsey Raiders- had points that she was gonna go through. Yeah, I do. But that, I mean, that's fine. Why can't I do my point and then she can get to her since I was mid fucking conversation and then you wouldn't have because to awkwardly you interject. Off. You cut her off. That's why. why she doesn't shut up. <laughs> like you? Yeah, like me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Go on, yeah. I, I wonder how many people just checked their podcast <laughs> to see if it was still playing. Excuse me. Okay, so they uh, raiders come and they attack, right? And like Frank wakes up and he's like, "Oh shit, where's Bill?" And he hears gunshots. He runs downstairs to where they keep the gun. It's like on the first floor in a uh, credenza, which I guess does come up later because and Ellie finds it. Um, but that makes no sense. You wouldn't have a gun in your fucking bedroom. Are you fucking kidding me? This guy's a, a supposed prepper and he doesn't have his boyfriend like trained up on guns and shit. You kidding me? Yeah, after like 10 years <clears throat> together, that, that's a fair point, yeah. Like, when I met Mrs. Yeti, she didn't know shit about guns, and now, like, she knows how to operate them right, and she's got, like, a concealed carry permit, the whole fucking deal. So, like, which, yeah, dude. Which begs to ask the question, <clears throat> did Frank even love <clears throat> him? Right. Or was he just sticking around because this was an easy way to survive? <laughs> yeah, he's hairy, just and saying. I got a slob on that bottom every now what and are, then. But... What are they doing with the rest of their time? Like, realistically, what are they doing if they're not learning how to use weapons if they're not both getting self-sufficient if they're not fucking getting married which was a weird thing i know they get married on their last day together it was like you didn't do this 20 <laughs> years together and you didn't think to do this sooner like Until why now? does it matter now the ex- the explanation the easter egg video gave was like well that's because everything went down in 2003 and gay marriage wasn't legal yet so they might not have even thought that that was something that it was appropriate for them to do and it was like shut up Shut up, nerd. No, um, because that's been a topic that's been discussed literally forever. Since yeah. So the idea of getting married, yeah. Come on, shut the yeah. fuck up. Yeah. If the I world's the not thing. a shit, you can do whatever you want, which is what we see fucking Bill doing at the beginning of this episode. So Frank is like, where the fuck is Bill? And then he sees Bill. Now, Bill is a prepper. He's got all these guns, ammo. I'm sure he practices shooting all the time. He probably has a tactical brain about him and how. You know, you would think that Raiders might come one day and here's where I'll have a sniper's perch and another sniper's perch in different places where he can shoot at them and they cannot shoot at him. But where's Bill? Bill is in the middle of the fucking road. No cover to be seen using a bolt action scoped rifle. (laughs) While marauders are shooting at him from just outside of his fence. What? I was like, what the fuck yeah. is he doing in the this, road? <laughs> this made no sense too, because like there it wasn't just like one or two. There were like three or four different like paths of bullets coming at him, and he just wasn't getting hit at all and taking his sweet fucking time reloading that weapon. Then he gets shot in the gut and goes down. Frank has to carry him back inside the house, and I guess shit just 
worked out. The the Marauders were right. like, fuck it eventually, I guess. That thing was all pointless because, yeah, I, they all somehow, yeah. And then he lives through that? He's like, call Joel. And then the scene ends and you're like, well, he's fucking dead. Nope, not dead. Because then you see him later and he's still alive. How the fuck you get shot in the gut when it's you and your boyfriend in the middle of nowhere and you fucking live through that? Are you kidding me? Because gayness saves lives, apparently. And then it's like, well, that's why he was out in the middle of the street. And he because if he because like we were saying, any any actual bill would be in a sniper's perch, just mowing fuckers down. This is exactly what I was thinking. I was like, dude, you have this whole area quarantined off, basically. You know it inside out. You have this arsenal. Why the fuck are you standing in the middle of the road taking out all of these guys when right. you have so many points of tactical There's advantage? There's literally a church with a steeple. <laughs> Go right. there. I like this, this scene made no fucking sense at all. But he needed to get shot. So that's why he's in the middle of the fucking like nowhere. But then it doesn't make any lasting impact anyways because he can still walk and take it up the ass and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. Kelsey, are you just going to be quiet now? Well, we did skip a pretty big important part, though. Go ahead, go ahead. Hit me. So Joel and Bill uh, meet each other because during the fight that Frank and Bill had about the fucking lawnmower gasoline, oh, um, he was like, yo, like, we're going to have friends and I want to fix up the town because we're going to have friends over. And Bill is like, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, I've been talking to this girl on, on the radio named Tess. And um, he's like, so we're going to have friends because I've already invited them over. And Bill gets kind of frustrated that he invited people over to the house that he's spent all this time prepping. But mm-hmm. they meet in the like front yard. They have like a garden set up, like a garden formal like a luncheon. tea party almost garden yeah. party yeah and um so they meet and frank and tess are like happy like let's let's go check out the house and so they like hop up and go check out the house and it's just joel and bill and you can tell that they have similar personalities and while they don't really get along they find that it's like they respect each other and so mm-hmm. there's like a mutual respect like I need things from you and you need things from me. So let's work together and we can trade because we have things in the QZ that you don't have like medicine, books, mm-hmm. um, machine yeah, parts. He, he mentioned you, I, I can get you enough meds to like keep you, like I can get you enough medicine for the rest of your life. And then he takes a second and goes lives to be yep. like, you got to take care of your boyfriend too. So you, I know you don't want to be my bud, but like you might need me for him. Right. Um, and then, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. You finish your thought first. And then I'll, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, like, that's where the seeds for the strawberries came from, was because mm-hmm. he traded one of Bill's guns. Frank traded one of Bill's guns to Tess for the strawberry seeds. And um, so they just like have this relationship. And then this is where Frank suggests, like, why don't we have decades that we can play over the radio for each other? Like, and we could use the 80s as trouble and da 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 And then that's when they die, which comes up later. Um, we find out that if Bill doesn't go reset the computer like every few hours, then it automatically will start playing the 80s. And mm-hmm. so that's what happened the night that Ellie, Tess, and Joel left the QZ. When the 80s started playing, that was the night that Joel and Frank, or I'm sorry, Bill and Frank died. Yeah. 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 
uh, which was a nice little tie-in to be honest and kind of sad but yeah i was gonna add in here um isn't it fucking weird that of all the things you choose to fight about during the apocalypse i should say you choose to fight over mowing the goddamn lawn i know no, it's dumb, but that's supposed like, to be Frank's this was character. One of those, this is one of those things where like people complain about race all the time. It's like your life is so good that you have to find things to complain about. <laughs> right. Well, that's supposed ridiculous. to be Frank's character. Is like, what's the point of surviving if you're not living? The way it was approached was just really stupid. And again, it felt like they were really playing into like unintentionally gay stereotypes. That's all. They could have... A- it from a better angle that didn't make frank look like such a i'm not gonna say that um but you know (laughs) that's the point i was trying to get to a a little bit ago but then i got derailed in my own head was that if i was tasked with writing a gay relationship and i was like you know i'm straight so i'd be like i don't really know so i just i would write a a love story between a man and a woman and then i'd just make the woman a guy (laughs) Mm-hmm. And which is what frank be, essentially was which is what frank was frank was just kind of a chick he just wanted to like decorate and make everything nice didn't really want to deal with guns or survival shit Ugh. just kind of wanted to like decorate the house yeah mm-hmm. um i don't even where were we um, well i was also gonna say that like when when joel and tess meet bill and frank for the first time Mm -hmm. um that was in 2013 Mm -hmm. because they said 10 years later is when bill and frank pass away so joel and tess had been together for at least 10 years Mm -hmm. um so that speaks to their relationship which is good but again like i would have liked more character development like i want to know more about joel and tess because tess's Mm -hmm. death was super tragic but it didn't feel tragic because nobody even knew who the Agreed. fuck Tess was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't care whatsoever. I was like, right. all right, neat. But it was supposed to be gut-wrenching, and it really wasn't. It was like, okay, this is weird. This yeah, is they fucking really spent, weird. Episode two could have focused more on who Joel and her were before or, they set out, and then we could have not had this episode. Or, you right. know, maybe that could have been episode three instead because Tess just passed away. <laughs> Totally. And like they, so if they spent more than 10 years together building a life, building a relationship, going from these young, like healthy looking people to who they are now, like where she has like sunken in eyes and is rough as shit. Like I wanted to see that development. And I'm really disappointed that the writers didn't think about that because Tessa's death really didn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we're supposed to see Joel like hurting in this episode about Tess's <clears> death. <throat> and he doesn't want to talk to Ellie about it. And he's like, don't speak her name. Like you don't talk about her ever. But it's like, I'm, I, I guess I just don't understand the nature of their relationship. Like I, and I really didn't e- even knowing that they had been together that long. I still don't know any fucking thing about them. And it's that's because in the game, I, again, like I played the game a while ago, but I barely remember Tess at all. And that's because she really wasn't in the game. And so they didn't add it into the show. Like she's in the show more than she was in the game. Yeah. Yeah. So they've already added a ton to Tess's character. And if they're going to spend time doing any extracurricular activities, they're going to probably push a little bit of an agenda instead of spending time with Tess. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's I mean, why makes, you ain't getting no test. It makes sense, like, with Hollywood, 
It makes sense. But it's frustrating as a viewer who's never played the video game to watch this and be like, you own it. <laughs> tell, tell me about the fucking people that I'm supposed to care about. You could stream it right now. would be a really good time to do that since Last of Us is pretty hot topic at the moment. Except I'm supposed to be playing Hogwarts Legacy in seven days. I don't want to get attached to this game. <laughs> you can get through a game in seven days? No, I can't. Well, no. some a person could. A person could, not me. Um, no, I just also want to add that it felt like in the what I picked up on, maybe I missed a piece of dialogue here, but in the game, it felt like Tess and Joel were just like maybe fuck buddies at most. Yeah. And here, they it never make, seemed like a relationship. Yeah. Doesn't it still seems like oh maybe they occasionally fuck because like even when we see them like cuddle or whatever in the first episode I don't feel any chemistry between them. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why so, would they be together for so long when they have no relationship whatsoever? Like, what's so wrong with Tess that she's like, yeah, I guess I'll hang out with this fucking dunce. It might be the same thing that Frank was yeah. doing to Bill's like, oh, this guy can take care of me. I'll, I'll just fuck him. We're all good. <laughs> but know? in this, but in this episode, Joel called her mine. Like he was That's like, if, was supposed if my... to be because he was afraid to call her his girlfriend. Well, either way, he's claiming he's staking a claim on her like she's mine. But it's kind of hot, though. I'd like it if my man just said she's mine. She's mine. That's <laughs> yeah. real. That's real. Uh, Army Hammer type vibe right there. Yeah. Cannibal vibes. I want to cut my initials into your butt cheek. No, 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 no. <laughs> I need I need to give my cat some food. Please continue. Yes, um. Kelsey, All we right. gotta we gotta talk about how we can't have a conversation without getting mad at each other for interjecting. Um, if it's we because... have what? <laughs> no, what? I didn't know you were gonna talk. Okay, there is a bit of a delay, and my brain in a conversation works really quick. So if I hear a slight pause, I'm like, me go. Yeah. Well, and I'm ADHD, so I automatically want to interrupt all the time. But you also interrupt all the time because you have things to say and I have things to say and we just clash that way. Yeah, but we got to get better at it because it's fucking awkward to listen to, I think, for dear listener to have mommy and daddy fighting all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, dear and, listener. Sorry, dear listener. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So my bad. Let's just try to be uh, cooler about it. What do you think? Yeah. Let's be a let's be a pair of cool guys. Let's be buddies. Let's be buddies, buddies friend. <laughs> okay, I only have two notes left, so I don't have much to contribute from this point forward. Did you, you know take what? notes? Uh, I did, but I don't have them up because we're covering pretty much everything that I had. I really wanted to make sure I hit on like him out there with a fucking bolt action, fucking scoped rifle. In the yeah. middle of the fucking street. That was so dumb. Was that like, was so dumb. Are you kidding me? Not only does he have so many better options in terms of a gun, but he has nothing. He should have nothing but locations to shoot from. And I know nothing about guns, and that stood out to me, too. And I was like, why the fuck is he out in them? And he says while he's, like, on the table dying, you think? He says, he's like, bumps. Why were you out there in the first place if you knew? <laughs> yeah, why did you was- even bother? Yeah, like, idiot. Yeah, that's, anyway. that's so right. Yeah, that's so bad, right? Um, but they do also do... I See, here's the thing. So, like, that Easter egg video I watched, you know how in a little bit Ellie's in the house and she's fucking around and she, like, breaks the grandfather clock? 
that was supposed yeah. to symbolize that like time it really is meaningless now that society has decayed and time kind of has stopped and it doesn't really even matter about clocks and i guess in episode one they showed a lot of clocks and that was supposed to symbolize like a a very successful society like has clocks and they manage their time and they have things to do and they have schedules like clocks are important for a society that's functioning and going but like no clocks are like that's primitive primitive societies don't need a clock oh and i i think to myself is the guy who made this Easter egg video just fucking coming up with shit? <laughs> or was yeah. that actually intentional? I mean, it sounds like Are we it talking because... about the behind the scenes thing that you, you watch? No, the yeah. Easter egg thing. The behind the scenes thing this week did not have too much information other than Neil Druckmann was like, so we have a lot of different, like a lot of different ideas got discussed when it came to making the TV show. And sometimes it, the basic rule was if it's as good or worse than the game, then we'll just stick with the game. But if it's better than what was in the game, then we'll go with that. And that's what led us to fleshing out Bill and Frank. And it was like, oh, is that, is that how you got to it? <laughs> again, then in this case, wouldn't it make again, more sense to flesh out Tess, a character that we very tragically lost yeah. in the previous episode, or again, use it to push the other agenda, which now that we've seen this, it's definitely coming we're getting a whole Ellie lesbian like episode have to 100%. And you have nine episodes to tell this entire story. And a lot of shit is still yet to come. They have barely left Massachusetts and we're on episode four. Yeah. We're like an hour, hour and a half into the actual game at this point. Right. And they spent a whole episode here. And I don't know, like Kelsey said, like the love story was like, it was totally fine. It was like thought out. It was, it was precious. And it doesn't make sense here. I just don't get why. I was like, I did not, no offense to this story, but I'm not looking for like a zombie version of Brokeback Mountain. That's not what I came here to fucking watch. I, like, <laughs> Where's the guitar? Else, yeah. Play it. <laughs> you, know what, you know what else kind of pissed me off about this is that, um, so when, <laughs> Late, when Frank, I know, it's on the ground. When Frank and um, Bill die, mm-hmm. uh, Joel and Ellie enter the home. Like, we're supposed to think of Joel and these two men as like friends. They're mm-hmm. not like when Bill is dying on the table after he got shot. He's like, Call Joel. Joel will take care of you. Call Joel. And supposed to yet Joel didn't bury them. Like well, that kind of said that in the letter. Like, well, I know he said like hey, bedroom, whatever. Like, I get that. But at the same time, like, I oh. I would want to bear. I would not. That would never them. have even crossed my mind. Like, that is no, such a waste I, of time and energy to bury two people. Fuck I would that. just it, that was his wish. I'll respect his wishes. Right. Because there's yeah. there was a lot of symbolism in the because like we see them quite a bit in the bed throughout this episode. Like there's the shower in the bedroom. They make love or whatever in the bedroom. And that's a first kind of time thing for Bill it's very clear that going to bed with each other every night is very important. Him getting out in it, like Frank getting in and out of bed is a difficult thing, you know? So the bed seems to be like a safe haven or like a place of love and comfort. So for them to leave that would be almost disrespectful. I can kind of see it from that perspective. So we should cover how they died. Yeah, we should. I have notes on that. Okay. 
Do you want so, me to tell it? Or would you like to tell it? I want to tell it because you've told the whole story thus far. Yeah, I want to hear Kelsey talk. I really Kelsey. feel like I haven't, but okay. You have. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay. <laughs> so. Yet another goddamn woke piece of media where a couple of chicks are telling the guy what to fucking do. I'm not a chick. Yep. I'm a blue alien. You can't classify me as a gender. Blue whale. My elusive blue whale. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... 10 years later from the time they meet Joel and Tess, so this is now 2023, Frank looks sickly. Real sickly. He's in a wheelchair. He can't get around anymore. And he tells Bill, I don't want to live anymore. So he asks for one good day. They're going to get married. They're going to have the same meal they ate when they met. They're going to drink a shit ton of pills in their wine. And then they're going to die in their bed. And then Bill left a note for Joel, leaving him everything. So everything in his house. even how that went. That is totally how that went. No. Frank wakes up and he's like, today is going to be my last day on earth. And what we're going to do is we're going to, you're going to give me a really great day. And then I, I'm going to take some pills and I'm going to go to sleep and you're going to bury me. And then you're like going to keep living your life. And like, that's how I want to go. And then yeah. at the very last minute, Nick Offerman is, takes all the pills also so that they both die. Yeah, but the bottom line is they both die. Well, yeah, but like there was a whole moment that like because I was sitting there being like, why? That is a really fucked up thing for Frank to do to be like, hey, I'm going to die today and you got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hey, it's all about me. OK, so I want you to make sure I have some fun. It's a good day, maybe a hand job. And then, you know, take me out back and bury me. And then I was sitting there. I even wrote this down as a very long note because I was like, why the fuck would Nick Offerman's character not also kill himself? What the fuck does he have to live for? He's got maybe five years left and they're going to be the shittiest years of his life. He's going to be back to being alone. Why wouldn't he just take a bunch of pills also? And then he did. And I was like, ah, shit. There goes my awesome note. Yeah. I like that about Bill. So hold on. There's something there's something here I'd like to point out to you. Okay. Um. Frank thinks that this is all really romantic, like Romeo and Juliet shit. And I'm just like, Romeo and Juliet wasn't a fucking romance. It was a it was a tragedy. He said this isn't any suicide tragedy. But that's what he says. It's romantic. And when you think of romantic suicide, the go to everybody goes to is Romeo Romeo and Juliet. He was quoting that, but he was saying this isn't like that. I've had a good life like I want to go. Which I, I'm totally, I don't know, I'm I'm kind of like, I know some people on like Twitter were kind of on the fence about that, like, oh, life is suffering, just put up with it. But at the same time, if you know that you're going to die and you want to do it on your own terms, I don't, I don't see any issue really with that. Like that's between you and God or whoever you believe in at that point. I have nothing, I have no say. Well, oh. his, his choices are he could die becoming a fucking fungus he could die from raiders he could (laughs) die at old age where he can't even walk and he's shitting himself on his couch all day just fall and break a hip and then he just starves to death on the floor yeah he could do that or he could choose to take himself out with his loved one and uh be done with this fucking that's what i mean like on his own terms so yeah yeah. so you're saying people on twitter were like that's a bitch move to kill yourself yeah, because, like, I don't... Sometimes I get the ultra-religious people on, on my side of Twitter. 
And they're just like, oh, like life is suffering. You should put up with it. I'm just like, I don't think that's fair to like, you can believe what you believe, but I don't think that's a fair judgment to make when I, I think it's alluded that he has cancer. Cause I recall Bill saying like, or Frank saying like, they didn't have a cure for this before. Yeah. Why would they have a cure for it now? He does. So like in that respect, I don't think we can make the assumption, oh, this, this character should act this way, or I would act this way in this situation. That's all. I think what people on Twitter are failing to realize is that this is a work of fiction. Mm-hmm. Dude. There are not actually zombies out there. So what these people oh, do isn't really that, a reflection of you thing. in your life. Has it, has it been clarified that these are dead people or still living hosts like in the game? In, wait, in the game, they're still technically alive, but like they're infected. So they're like, they've gone bonkers. No, but I'm saying so in the game, the fungus could only survive in a person if the person was alive, right? Yeah. But they've changed it a little bit in the show. So are the is the fungus still in in like moving a dead person or is a living person in the show? Have they clarified that? They haven't really they do make it seem as if the person is pretty much dead. They haven't done a good job of being like, no, these are living people. Because in the well, game, you'd hear them like talking and muttering. Well, that's why I so I asked this because like how because typically in like most zombie stuff, it's like if you die, then you end up becoming one kind of deal. Right. Like that was the popular thing with The Walking Dead is that everyone had the virus. And when you died, you would become one. Yeah. yeah. So I, I actually now that now that we now that we're discussing this, we're three so- episodes in and we still don't know how this fungus is really well, he Joel does say when they come across the mass grave in this episode, he does say that the the fungus can't spread unless they're living. Like he says that because he like because when they the military kills all these people, he's like the fungus can't spread among dead people. Okay, but oh, but again, still this doesn't clarify it because if they're already shot dead, that's a different story. But like. I feel like I'm not explaining myself very well. No, uh, not really. <laughs> okay. If they did this, like something kind of similar in the walking dead, where it's like, if you shoot the person in the head when they're dying, then they won't turn. Right. Because you know, the brain and whatnot, <laughs> but here they just shot people. And then that was the end of, so I guess then that, okay. Is that confirmation then that it need the person needs to be alive for the fungus to survive? Yeah, yeah, they okay. should really drive it home, though, because that's part of why The Last of Us is so, like, kind of unique. It's like, these people are alive. They just have a fungus that's, like, driving them insane. So then this makes the scene with fucking Ellie cutting open that one, like, fungi dude's head even <laughs> really worse. Really fucked up? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, because you try to make her look sympathetic when they look like normal people, but it's totally okay if they're covered in fungus for her to just cut people's heads open and fucking stab them for funsies. Well, and she was asking Joel in episode one, like, what's it like killing someone knowing that they used to be people? Like, she fucking knows that they that there's a person in there. Well, used to be people is interesting phrasing. So again, it's been a while since I played the game, but I remember, so you like, you'd come into an area and there'd be clickers in it and you'd like know where they are and you're trying to sneak around them and you can hear them like crying. You can hear them like muttering shit to themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were like crazy people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I like, this is now, this is just really confusing development for Ellie. Cause what are we supposed to, how as the audience, whether you play the game or not, how are we supposed to interpret her? Because yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, Kelsey. I fucking hate this little cunt. 
I hope she does die. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'm right? ready. I'm ready to kill her off because she's yeah. fucking. She's crazy she's, pants. Yeah, I don't she like had her no either. redeeming qualities so far. She's gonna way. kill Joel in his sleep. She's going mm. to. She's a psycho. <laughs> I might have some inside information on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so at the end of this episode, they get they finally get the vehicle and whatnot that they need, right? Um, and then they drive oh, off. Oh, my note on this was again, bro. I think I've said this before in our reviews. The roads around here in 2023 are fucking undrivable at most times. How are the roads going to be even worth... Like, you can't drive on roads that have been unmaintained for 20 fucking years. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Especially through winter and summer, because they're in an area that experiences the seasons. Yeah, if maybe, like, in Arizona, a place like a desert where there's not much weather, the roads would stay fine, because, like, you know, not much weathering and erosion. But, yeah, dude, it's winter around here that really fucks up them roads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true that's a fair point and they, they don't even address that in the game either because I thought that was interesting in the game too that they don't really um. and it's a forested area guess what forest those trees fall down Yeah, and when they, they fall down have roots. Yep. and when the trees fall down they stay there forever until a fire so, comes sorry so is this the end of the episode synopsis then is that it is okay because I have some thoughts here that I'd like to just throw at you guys pop off Okay, this is the episode that I realized that this show doesn't know what the fuck it's doing. Yeah. Um, because so here's the thing I'm noticing. It's not that it's a ter- like even the first episode. It's not that it's terrible. Like it looks great. It sounds great. It has an interesting premise. But there's no it's like it's missing a sparkle or something like there's no charisma or character to it. It feels like an AI trying to mimic anything, and you can tell there's no soul in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think this, I know what it's this missing. Ep- this episode really felt like that, and it's like the instance that we finally do get actual character development and actual soul is for something that doesn't even matter if this show go- goes on for two, three seasons. Like, this nobody's going to give a fuck about this because it didn't influence the plot in a meaningful way. If Bill because and Frank we don't were have- still alive... Or- Right. If Bill and Frank were still alive, they probably would still get that car. So it didn't matter how it happened. Right. You must go make that meme that says press square to penetrate. Okay, I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'm muting myself while I find the picture. Because <laughs> that's going to be really funny. And I know what we can talk about till she gets back. Um, I think what the show is missing is what makes. Sorry, I keep looking away from the mic and I know that that makes my voice sound lower and higher. I can't help it, dude. The window is distracting. All right. I think what the show is missing is what makes the game great, and that is the relationship between Joel and Ellie. And the relationship between Joel and Ellie, it takes a while to build. Like, there is a lot. Like, they spend a big chunk of time not trusting each other, not liking each other, but you are with them through all of those moments because you fucking, you play as Joel. You're not, you don't leave to go be Bill for a chapter of the game, and then you come back to being Joel. Like, no, 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 no. You're Joel the whole time, so you see everything that happens through his eyes. You see everything that happens like with him and Ellie. You're there. You're with Joel. Mm-hmm. You're with Ellie. You go through all their hard times and blah, 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 blah. And I think that throwing this into the season for episode three, I'm sure that we'll probably get there by the time we get to episode nine. We'll be like, now we get 
I'm sure we'll have plenty of touching moments with the two of them. And it'll be like, oh, my God, I understand what they've been through. But I bet you that we will get there and we'll look back at this and be like, oh, we didn't even know. But I just feel like spending episode three being like, hey, man, here's some here's some shit. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't I mean, like, it's kind of cool the way it all came together. And like, th- that's how Joel got all this stuff and they're ready to go and they're all loaded up. And we're just going to assume that roads work. But like, yeah. man, dude, that was a long walk for that drink of water. That was a very long walk. Could we have shortened that up to like 40 minutes maybe and like really get it or going a little bit quicker? Time, or spent that time on Joel and Ellie. That's what I mean, yeah. This could have spent on Joel and Ellie and it could have been an under hour episode. Or Joel and Tess. Like, I would have liked to know more about the woman who just died for them like she just i mean she was gonna die anyway but she did sacrifice herself to protect them and and speaking of like before they drive off in that vehicle joel's like oh there's three rules and one of those rules is don't ever mention Tess. don't talk about it don't say her name so clearly this is a person with a lot of impact why are we still like this would have been the perfect episode to flesh out that relationship more if you really wanted a filler yeah, and if if he's going to start stacking rocks to make a Karen for her, and we're supposed to know that, but we don't even know who the fuck she was to him, what the fuck, man? What are these writers doing? Yeah. Messages. That's what they're doing. Oh, so then the other thing that got covered in the after show part was like, yeah, so that's why we diverted from the game to show this. And... One of the dudes was like, I've watched this episode literally 100 times and I cry every time. And I was just like, okay. I don't know, man. Get a tea (laughs) injection, man. I I, I was literally like, you might want to see a doctor and get that testosterone level checked. I don't know. Like, I it didn't hit me that emotional at all. It was just like, all right, there you go. Moving on. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't emotional, and usually I'm pretty sensitive. To You're pre- not only are you pretty sensitive to this kind of stuff, but you also really like this episode. So it didn't did. really it didn't hit you very emotionally either. No, huh. no, it didn't. Interesting. I was like, that sucks. Yeah, Next. when it was like, oh, I'm gonna take these pills and stuff. I was like, there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, what hit me more was like when Sarah died because it's a kid. Or it's supposed to be a kid. Yeah. And like, that was fucking sad. And I didn't see it coming. And I was like, oh, that was terrible. But I still didn't cry. Because, again, there's no fucking character development in this show. Except for about the two gay guys who don't matter in the story at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sarah dying was pretty, was emotional. It would definitely have been more emotional. Like, we talked about this in the other review. It would be more emotional if she was an actual child and not, like, you know, like what do you call him as like daughter boyfriend, daughter girlfriend? Yeah, because I wasn't sure if she was his girlfriend or his daughter for a minute. Yeah, because she seems like way too old and like not vulnerable either. Like that's the other part about having her be like, I'm getting your watch fixed and I'm stealing your money and I'm cracking adult jokes. It's like mm-hmm. she's not vulnerable or innocent. She's kind of like getting up there to being an adult, which like it's still sad, but it's less. Yeah. Yeah. I so, yeah, I was excited to see what this episode was even about because all I knew is that Nick Offerman was showing up and then Twitter got all upset on Sunday. And it was like, oh, people are upset. And like, oh, other people are upset that those other people are upset. And this is like, oh, no, what happens? 
I did like Bill as a character. I liked his survivalist attitude. Oh. I I like that he kept that going through the whole episode. I I liked how fun it was to like see him getting all this shit and like the music that they played while he was like being a badass was fun. Like Nick Offerman acted his balls off in this episode yeah. too, dude. Nick Offerman was throwing down some acting chops. I forget yeah. exactly what was happening, but like he was like crying on the couch and like kind of in the fetal position, like while he was sitting and like just kind of rocking and just crying. Yeah. And I was like, dude, Nick Offerman's he's got the chops, baby. He's got the good. Totally. And like when he giggled, when he like took a bite of the strawberry, like it was like a real like I haven't had a strawberry in years kind of yeah. giggle. Like it was believable and it was likable. And I don't know, like I I liked Bill. Not enough to cry at his death, but I was like, this guy's kind of cool. Yeah. So, I mean, they did a good job of of making me like him. Now, I would like them to make me like Joel. If they could get right. me to, to like Joel, that would be better. Could I like the main character, please? <laughs> yeah. Because so far, I, I'm like, I'm indifferent to Joel, and I don't like Ellie at all. And I don't like Ellie problem. either, and that is a huge problem. I, I think Joel's kind of all right. He yeah. seems very Mandalorian-y where he doesn't speak much, but like, I kind of like him. Definitely don't like Ellie, though. So I'm with, I'm with you on that one. Do not like Ellie. Yeah. And this episode, like, it was totally fine. I get why I get why you liked it. I, I get you. I feel like it was unnecessary. I was bored. Um, I don't need to see, like, dudes on top of each other talking about going down on each other. Like, I'm, it's like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I just, um, I'm good. St- I'm not being a hater, but I'm question. good. What? Stylistic, which um, which PlayStation button symbol should I use to penetrate? Like triangle, square, circle, X. I like the I like the X. But... Hold on. X is usually how you select stuff in a game. O so, is usually okay. how you hit here's, back. Here's the Last of Us controls. Okay, X is to climb, jump, or zoom scope. Circle is to crouch or stand. Square is to melee, and triangle is to interact. I think melee. Melee. Is, yeah, because you're like punching melee. your dick in, right? Square the- is the one that you should pick because it's distinctly PlayStation. Yeah, the circle is too because Xbox or Nintendo don't have the circle. Actually, all of say, these are. You said square, so let's just keep it okay. Let's go with square. Okay, all right. Appreciate. I'm trying to think of what button I press when I like select things in God of War. I think it's X. X. It is X. It might be X. You might want to do X. Press X to penetrate. Yeah, X is like your I agree, except like that's your okay. X button. Yeah, okay. do X. Circle is like go back. Never mind. And triangle doesn't get enough love. It's too far away. It's too high up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I don't want to come off as like homophobic or whatever. It's just like I'm, uh, I don't. Which think is homophobic a, to say yeah. this sex scene is a bit much. It's a bit you much. Don't need it. I don't know too many straight guys who like to watch that and are like, oh, cool. <laughs> a lot of straight girls like to watch that shit. Do they really? I yeah. I, I was gonna say the opposite because okay, well here's my sample size: is Vex, my wife, and Kelsey, and. Kelsey and my wife were like, I don't like to watch that either. I don't yeah. either, but I've met well, a lot go, three of, three. we'll say, progressive women that enjoy watching gay porn. 
Yeah, but All are right. progressive women really into gaming that much? I, that's what I'm. That's what I was trying to say earlier too about like who is this fucking thing for? It's very violent. It's based on a video game, and it's also got gay sex scenes. I'm like, who is this for? Yeah. <laughs> who is this for? The super progressive people who like violent video games? What? <laughs> yeah. Who's your audience, guys? I'm I'm picturing a bunch of like incels in their parents' basement. I, and I'm like, yeah. dude, like I play video games. I played this game. I like this game. Like, it's the, I'm, I'm thinking I might be their target market. And then when they start showing that, I'm like, or like, just even like them making out with their big fucking beards. Like, dude, could you imagine? Nothing I assume for a woman is worse than kissing a guy with a beard, because like, so much mm. fucking scruff and hair. Disagree. Whatever. I like beards. I like this- beards too. My husband, whenever he has a beard, I, I love it. I much prefer that. I do to too. make out with it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now imagine you also had a beard. How fun do you think that? Because here's the thing you guys, <laughs> here's the thing you guys don't understand. And only I can give you this introspective is like when you have fucking facial hair, it fucking itches, dude. I, that's why when Kelsey was like, grow out your mustache, I can't really do it because as soon as my chin starts coming in thick, I, it starts to drive me crazy. It rubs on yeah, every jacket. You- it rubs on everything. You need a beard conditioner or like a beard oil to try to like. Oh, so you think down. that like Bill and Fred or Frank had. Con- like oh, their they absolutely oils? did not. And yeah. they were hairy as fuck. And, and they were hairy old. as fuck. Like it's and not attractive. So to watch no- nothing would be worse than two dudes with beards going at it. Like two Brillo pads, old. two steel wools rubbing on each other. Oh, it made my face itch to watch. So question. Okay, sorry. I have another question. The font that's used in like the game menu selections or whatever, is it the same as the title font for the game? I don't know. You are overthinking this girl. Yeah, you're overthinking. Okay. Okay. Go with your first instinct. No. No, no, no. I would look up maybe the text that's for like press F or for respect. Look up that equivalent in PlayStation. I think it was press X for respect and maybe you mean press X for doubt. No, it's plus it's from Call of Duty Ghost. That's where like press F in the chat came from was because you would go up to this guy's grave and you could press F to pay respect. You didn't know that's where that meme came from. I don't remember it, that at all it was the no. first call of duty that came out when playstation 4 was launched that's the one that it was in the one with the dog in it named riley no i know which game you're talking about i just don't remember that specific oh, it's like right at the beginning you go up and you can press f to pay respect <laughs> oh that's where f's in the check hey, that feels so recent i thought it was older than that uh 20 no no i'm the 14 meme, I mean. i'm the meme not the game the game is 2013 Oh, yeah, I know. The, the meme's been going forever. Dang. Okay. okay. I think now I guess we need a meme expert to make sure that I'm correct. Was there, I'm okay, sure how about this? Here's my question. Was there an option to choose things in The Last of Us? Do you like? Was there like a press blank to smash Joel's head in? If there were, I feel like it would be press square. Wait, does Joel's head get smashed in? By <sighs> Ellie? <alert>. Do you <laughs> want me to tell you or no? No, I can tell you this much. Fucking Ellie. Fucking no, I can't psycho tell you. bitch. Do you want to even know if a character makes it through the first game or not? Yeah. You do want to know or you don't? I do want to know. But uh, to be honest, they might keep him alive because, you know, name power. Okay, so 
dear listener, if you don't want any spoilers, uh, okay. So Kelsey, Joel does make it through The Last of Us 1. In The Last of Us 2, pretty early on, a girl named Abby comes along, and she is a butch chick. She is buff, buff, buff. And she beats Joel to death with a golf club. Oh, so it is like a Walking Dead scenario where the guy has like a baseball bat and fucking kills yeah. off. Yeah. All right. So that's why there's so many memes of like Joel looking worried and then like somebody swinging a golf club. <laughs> oh. Because Joel gets beat to death with a golf club. That's Which, by the way, there's a there's a GTA Five mod where you can mod yourself to look like Butch Ellie, and you're playing golf, and the golf ball is Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it's not Abby? Because Abby's just a Butch. Oh, so, okay, yeah. Then it's Abby. It's Abby, and she's yeah. The golf ball is Joel. And you'll have to screams. Google. <laughs> you'll have to Google Abby from The Last of Us Two. She is like fucking stacks on stacks. Oh, of I'm muscle. looking at her. It's, she is fucking much as hell. And I think that you can see her naked getting boned at one point in the game. I haven't played The Last of Us Two. I kind of refuse to. Wow. Only because like they made The Last of Us, and I really, really liked it. And then they made that DLC where it's like, oh, by the way, Ellie's gay. And it's like, dude, that is such an afterthought that you just crammed in for like. For fucking like what's social called? justice reasons. I, it's like, California that, reasons. Oh, what's the name of like no look at me? Like I got points because I'm progressive. Progressive points. Oh, what's the name for that? Or just social diversity checklist. Uh, yeah, so, whatever. I'm close enough. Close enough. But yeah, it's like you clearly went back and did that just so that you could pick up some diversity points and like fuck off. Agreed. So that's Agreed. when the second one came out. I was like, nah, I'm good. Plus, like, dude, the ending from The Last of Us is so fucking perfect. It was like there never should have been a Last of Us two. Let it go. Well, you that's nailed again. It. This is this is one of the things I was confused about because Neil Druckmann had said pretty early on, like, no, it's not. It's it's one game. That's it. And then what was The Last of Us Part Two came out like five, six, seven years later. Yeah. And all of a sudden, his mind had changed because you know monies. Probably monies. Yeah, but it's yeah. You'll see, Kelsey. We'll see how close the show does. But like the end of Last of Us, the, this one, the first one, so good. Let it go. That's why me telling you that Joel dies later. Don't even worry about it. That's not even a spoiler for you. Like, don't worry. Like Joel in this is all that matters. Yeah, but they still don't even develop him. So I don't. We'll I don't give a fuck about. All him. right, guys. It's been fun. Uh, expect a meme tomorrow morning. It's going to take that long? No, I'm going to finish it right now, but I get more traction in the morning. Yeah, true. Yeah. True that. All right, well, it's been fun, guys. I'll talk to you this weekend. Oh, when are you going to watch Velma? Um, I have tomorrow off work, so I'm probably going to watch it tomorrow. Bitchin'. (laughs) I cannot wait for that. Oh, I'm excited to talk about Velma. All right, later, boners. Later, boners.